0: We do! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick.
1: Howdy, partner.
0: And back with us again, Justin, the Russian concussion mascara. How are you feeling? Not good. Not good? Uh, Episode 93 of Big Easy Bets is brought to you by Prediction Strike. Go ahead and download the app right now. Uh, If you want an inside trading tip on who to buy, buy Odell Beckham Jr. Because we don't know where he's going yet. But he just might be coming to the New Orleans Saints, and God bless, do we need a wide receiver? So buy low on Odell and cash in when uh, he gets his first 100-yard game and God knows how long with Trevor Simeon throwing him the football. www.predictionstrike.com, or you can download the app, as I just said. Use the promo code Big Easy Bets, all one word. They will match your free athlete share of $20 or more. All right. Um we're coming off of a rough week in college, a great week in the NFL. How are y'all feeling? Um, I'm ready for which one? Everything? College hoop, football. Okay, good. I like that, Justin. Um, you single handedly set the record for the worst week on this podcast in three years for college football, at least. Um, what do you what do you have to say? I
1: mean, I'm I'm. I'm feeling better. Uh Saturday night, I mean wasn't wasn't a good night. Um Bookie definitely loves me after this weekend. Um the listeners do not. Yeah, the listeners do not love me, but they they know I'm I'm good for it. <laughs> what
0: are you good for? What do they know? You're you're on a pretty rough a rough three week stretch.
1: No, I am. I am.
0: You were positive. You were leading the you were leading everybody. Yeah. Um and then you had one of the historic uh, fall fall back to earth moments, but it's a new week. So, um, what is anything pressing? Oh, college basketball is back. Uh, if you want our college basketball picks, definitely Instagram, you can get them. Uh, we will put them on Twitter as well. TikTok. Go follow big easy bets on TikTok. big easy bets, underscore on Instagram. And then big easy bets at big easy bets on Twitter. Uh, we're putting out all of our picks there. The spreads come out pretty much the night before. I think it's 10 p.m. roughly uh, before the day before the games are played. So it's tough to – I mean, we do a weekly podcast. We can't give you a week's worth of games if the spreads are not out. Uh, so if you want all, all of our college basketball picks, first things first, go to Instagram. And you can find them there. I mean, we got off to a good start. Me and Nick both went two and one. Justin went four and two to start his uh, to start our college basketball season. And Justin needed it bad after after his uh, college football weekend. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm definitely glad it's back. I miss college basketball. I'm coming off of my most profitable uh, college basketball season, and I look to duplicate the success that I had. Uh, that's why I always said you lose you lose in February to win in March. And we did just that. We lost a fuckload in February, and then I won a shitload in March. So, um, but yeah, what other big news? Odell, we're waiting. We're anxiously waiting to see where Odell Beckham Jr. is going to sign. We're hoping it's with the Saints. It seems like it's been narrowed down to roughly three teams, the Saints being one of them. <sighs> where do y'all think he goes? They said they reports now is that um, it's going to, It could possibly be a couple days before he – That's what I just saw. Before he gives –
2: What's the three teams they're saying?
0: I mean, you could call it four. Nobody really fucking knows. The one constant team in everybody's report has been the Saints. Uh, I've heard the Patriots. I've heard Green Bay, and I've heard Kansas City. Bucks were potentially in the running. They're out. Bruce Arians himself came out and said, no, like we're not going after him. So that's really – I think it's Saints, Green Bay, Patriots, Chiefs. So – I mean, what would make the most sense would be Green Bay. Yeah, I don't
2: think he's going to go there.
0: Well, they offered him a veteran minimum, so he's and people got to remember he's getting paid four million from the Browns this year. So it's not like he's not getting some money, um, but still, you can go make more money. So yeah, they offered him the veteran minimum. You're going to go there. You're not going to be the number one guy. You're going to be competing for targets with Devontae Adams. They've got Alan Lazard. They've got uh, Valdez Scantling, which obviously those are mid, mid-level wide receivers, but it's still a lot of guys that have been there and have proven that they can get it done to an extent. And then you got the best wide receiver in football in Devontae Adams. So you will not be the number one guy, whereas you could come down to New Orleans— and we'll throw it to you every fucking play. It's either going to be, we're giving it to Kamara or we're giving it to Odell. So, and, and he's from here, hometown. Uh, I mean, goddamn guy went to Newman, then played for LSU. He's from Louisiana. We got Quan Alexander on the team, LSU teammate, uh, recruiting him. So, I don't know. If you were guessing, where do you think he goes? To us. I think we're going to get him, I really do.
2: Yeah, the Packers, I don't know, look, to me I don't see I seen I don't get why they only offered him that much. And I don't know how much we'd be able to offer him, but
0: it's going to be another one of those voidable year contracts.
2: Yeah. But I mean, just watching him in Cleveland, it was like he gets open a lot. Yeah, he does. And it's like if I mean, someone dad, would just throw him the dad, ball, it would be like yeah, his dad, dad be exposed a great, that. He'd be one of the better receivers in the NFL.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, he's he can still he can still do what he what he did in his first three years in the league. He's proven that. So and you know he can catch. So yeah, I, I I don't know. I feel like the longer it goes, the more likely that we are to get him because Green Bay's already made an offer uh they said that the patriots have apparently made an offer you got to take everything with a grain of salt nobody really knows some people may know but they're not gonna everybody guarantees that they know so you got to decipher through the ones of who are pretending and who actually do have valid information um report was that sean payton recruited odell himself called him on the phone basically painted the picture of what he had in his mind of what this season would look like for Odell and painted a picture uh, of future years with the Saints if that's what he wanted to do so kind of laid it out for him oh uh, they said Bill Belichick is apparently making a pretty heavy push for him Uh, but I mean is it like that's not a pass happy offense that's not a that's not where receivers go. It's not Randy Moss. Everyone's keep saying, like, oh, he's going to be like Randy Moss. No, he's fucking not. He's not going to be like Randy Moss when Tom Brady threw for 50 touchdowns that year. Like, you're delusional if you think that that's going to happen with a rookie quarterback. So, Sean Payton's proven that he can get you open, he's proven that he can win without his starting quarterback. So,. It'll be interesting to see, but, I mean, you can come back here and you can be, like, beloved by the whole city, or you can go be a role player on Kansas City or or Green Bay. Not necessarily a role player, but you're not the guy. You can come here and be the guy. So, I don't know. Justin, what do you think he does?
1: Um, I, I, I kind of see the Patriots over the Packers. Um, I'm trying not to get my hopes too high for him coming to the Saints just because, being a Saints fan, you just have to be disappointed sometimes.
0: Yeah, I mean we don't typically get the uh we don't typically get the free agent acquisitions uh too often. I mean you got Clowney, you got AJ Green back in the day, you got I mean all kinds of all bunch of different guys that I wouldn't even be able to remember. Uh, Sherman. Yeah, Richard Sherman. Um, Richard Sherman turned into a drunk though. <laughs> yeah, he did. So I think <laughs> remember uh was it no, it wasn't Reuben Foster because I remember – it was somebody. It was a linebacker. Um, but, yeah, regardless, I, I think my gut tells me that he's going to pick us. The longer it takes, the better, in my opinion, because other people have laid out offers. So if he wanted to take those, he would have taken those, whereas I feel like it's just giving our front office time to draw up the contract and because I'm sure there's some numbers that they got to crunch and there's some – uh, some verbiage that they got to put in that contract to make it work. So, and if anybody can do that, it's Mickey Loomis and Kai Hartley. So we'll see what happens. If we get him, we get him. If not, oh, well. He would definitely help, though, uh, right off the bat because we just lost to the fucking Falcons. And we did exactly what I was worried about. We slept walk through that game to start, and then we turned it on. We scored 22 points in the fourth quarter. And we ended up losing on a last-second field goal uh, because Paulson Adebo wants to press uh, their only weapon outside of Kyle Pitts, Cordero Patterson, press him at the line. He gets burnt, don't know what he's doing, looking into the backfield, not paying attention. So it is what it is. That was a game for first place, and we didn't show up, and that's what we do these last few, few years. We sleepwalk through the games that we're supposed to win. So that was incredibly frustrating. Uh, not a performance from the deep defense on par with what we've seen so far this year. Honestly, I felt like Trevor Simeon played really well. He threw a lot of good balls. I did too. Yeah. We had five drops at halftime, like like legit drops going mm-hmm. in the stat sheet as a drop. Uh, that's terrible. So I don't know. I don't feel like it is on him whatsoever, and they're still saying he may uh, lose his – starting job to Taysom because Alvin Kamara has a mild uh, knee sprain and very well may miss this week. So that's a problem. Obviously we know Michael Thomas is out and not coming back. Um, We're going to have to manufacture some offense for sure. So they might throw some weird looks with Taysom, see what they can do there. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's the Titans without Derrick Henry. So Who knows? But, all right, we will recap. Uh, Is there anything else going on that we need to talk about before we recap? LSU. What about them?
1: I didn't know if we were going to talk about them.
0: Well, I bet on Alabama, so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, We're forced to talk about them. Yeah. uh, LSU basketball, on the other hand, though, is fucking incredibly good. I understand that it was UL Monroe, but – And an extremely impressive performance by LSU basketball. They have some guys that can score the ball. Uh, I did not know that Theo Pinson came from Missouri. I love that. He's a damn good player. I bet on Missouri many times last year solely because of him. Uh, And they just, God, they play so hard. They rebound so damn well. They play really good defense. Darius Days uh, had like seven threes made in the first 10, 15 minutes of the game. At one point, he had 30 points, and UL Monroe had 27. So ran him out the building. That was one of the bets I gave you, minus 19 and a half. They won by 62. So uh, that'll probably be the easiest bet I, I win in all of college basketball this season, and we got it on the first day. So, all right, we'll recap uh, this week's or last week's college slate and uh, go from there. So early week, we had Maction. We had Central Michigan plus nine. Uh, versus western Michigan. Uh they won outright, I believe. Let me double check. Yeah, they did. Uh nine point underdogs. And uh they smashed them. If I remember right. Yeah, I don't know why. Mm, yeah, I don't know why it's not popping up. But oh okay, yeah, sorry. Yes, they won by twelve, forty two to thirty. Uh we had the under sixty nine and, yeah, obviously that didn't hit. It was a little closer than what you would think. Um, but late points there. So, Cincinnati first half minus 12.5 and full game minus 22.5. Both losers. One was my lock of the week. Cincinnati is not impressing, and they still move up a spot because they still haven't lost. It's I don't know how all these people keep making these arguments about Cincinnati. They are not handling the teams that they're supposed to handle, subpar competition, you would think, and they're just not taking care of business. So Boise and Fresno State, over fifty eight and a half. and uh, I think it was 54 points scored. Boise gave you 44 of them. Uh, I could be wrong on that exact number, but I'll verify for you here shortly. Um, yeah, Boise gave you 40, and Fresno only was able to put in 14 points. So that is extremely frustrating for uh Fresno offense that is so up and down. You don't know which one you're going to get. If they're clicking, they can put put up 40 just like Boise can. That's what I was hoping for. We did not get that. Uh so we lose out there. Pit first half minus 11. We pushed this on a field goal uh as time's expired basically and then Pitt, minus 21. They turned they turned it on in the second half and they covered the full game spread. Liberty plus 10. This was an incredibly frustrating uh i even wrote on my paper i might regret this and i did because 10 point underdogs they allowed three points in the second half if i remember correctly and had a chance to cover the spread on the last drive of the game in the red zone malik willis throws his third interception of the day and he had no touchdowns to go with it so we lose out on that one on a game that you would have really liked to see uh, Malik Willis put in a better showing whenever he's got his draft stock on the line. Auburn plus four and a half was the live stream. Bo Nix is fucking trash. There's no two ways about it. I keep going back to that stupid acne filled son of a bitch. And I don't know why. Uh, Yeah, no, that the defense honestly did not play a bad game. Bo Nix and the offense just couldn't do a damn thing. Georgia State plus thirteen and the Georgia State ULL under fifty-three and a half. These were late ads on Twitter. Um, but I think they were Thursday games. We cover both of those there. Georgia State lost, but damn near should have won this football game, if I remember correctly. Again, yeah, they lost by four twenty-one to seventeen. Defense played great. They were in control of this game the majority of the time, but lost it there at the end. Uh Houston minus thirteen and a half. Me and Nick both added uh didn't get it. I'll let him go over that a little bit more um, whenever he does his recap. And then Alabama, my last one of the day. Alabama minus twenty eight and a half. This was dumb. It, it going against going against the home team, and I paid the price for it. It is what it is. It sucked to lose money on that. But the Tigers looked good. Damn near had a chance to win if uh, Max Johnson can find Besh wide open. But. Couldn't do it. So four, eight, and one after the with the push on pit first half. Rough week. Fall uh we followed up a really good week with a really rough week. So Nick, you had nine plays.
2: Air Force minus two and a half. Army out schemed Air Force. Air Force had a lot of success throwing the ball in the second half. In the first half they tried to run it a little bit more than I thought they should have and they got behind in the second half and had to start throwing it came all the way back, pushed the game to overtime and lost in the first overtime. I also had the over 37 35 points were scored um, Air Force did have a chance they threw it to the end zone on fourth down in overtime and it was, it, it was good defended well so we were a touchdown away from being able or two points away in a drop in, in a well defended touchdown. Um, from hitting the over. Yep. Michigan State at Purdue, over fifty three. This uh, this this total hit pretty easy. Over sixty was definitely scored in this one. Um, Michigan State they couldn't stop Purdue's passing attack. Uh, Michigan State lost outright in this one. Auburn plus four and a half. Logan told you, Bo Nix. We fell for the trap again. It's like every time we say we're done with him, he shows us a little bit of something and then we fall back into the trap. Houston minus seven in the first half. Houston gave up uh, two kickoff returns for touchdowns in the first half. That's why yes. we didn't um, cover this one. Houston minus 13 and a half for the game. They won by 12. Um, <laughs> Iowa State minus six and a half against Texas. They de- they destroyed Texas. Uh, I thought that the running game would get going late and that, that's exactly what happened. They ended up Uh, wearing that weak defense
0: down we've seen it time and time again
2: Arizona State minus five and a half man we had a chance here we were up four, two minutes left ball at the 50 yard line and Jaden Daniels threw an interception um
0: that's a first half bet right yeah
2: yeah um but for the full game Arizona State ended up getting a running game going and ended up um winning this game by 14 I think
0: yeah late pick to seal it or at least to seal the cover uh, so you went three and six. Justin, you had twelve plays. How did they go for you?
1: Not good at all.
0: Well, let us hear it. <laughs> yeah. All, <laughs> all right.
1: right. Um all right. first one, SMU, minus four and a half. They ended up losing by three. Um, they didn't really wake up till about the fourth quarter, so that won't get it done. Um, Ohio State, they ended up winning by Maybe like 9 or 10. So they did not cover the 14 and a half spread. App State was my only team to keep me from going winless. Uh, I think they won by like 35. So uh, Arkansas State's pretty bad. Um, y'all, caught, yeah, y'all covered on Cincinnati. Right. I had them first half and full game. Yep. Both of them did not hit. Michigan State and Purdue. I had Michigan State minus three and they lost outright. I think eleven. So, y'all were right. That was a letdown spot for him.
0: That's where top five teams go to die.
1: Yep. Um, Auburn was on that with y'all. Yep. Coastal Carolina minus twenty. That one pushed. So, I mean, it wasn't a loss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kentucky for a pick 'em. I want to say they lost pretty bad to Tennessee.
2: Why did um going back to Coastal Carolina? Why did Georgia uh, Southern go for two?
1: Okay, thank you for reminding me that. it was, Yeah, they were up. <laughs> Coastal was up by like 20, 21, and it was in the second quarter. And all of a sudden, they score a random touchdown, and they go for two. And I was like, that's going to fuck me. <laughs> and <a> <laughs> of course it did. Um, But yeah. Then Kansas plus 24. It was looking okay in the first half, um, but they ended up not covering. And then Air Force, Nick, covered that and then liberty plus 10 logan covered that very frustrating game
0: yep um all right so i went 4 8 and 1 that brings me to 51 59 and 3 6 and 5 on my locks of the week uh nick went 3 and 6 that brings him to 39 42 and 1 which is unfortunate that you are now leading the pack at 39 42 and 1 that's not a good reflection well I was 500 last week i know but still the fact uh, you i mean yeah you would have still been leading the pack there but the fact that you're leading the pack at Three games under 500 it's not a good reflection on our ability to pick college football but you are five and six on your locks of the week Justin is now at a whopping turn of offense at 42 54 and one but you can still hold your hat on the fact that you are seven and three and one in your locks of the week that's damn good so uh that's what you can tell everybody you, you can hit your locks um so we look ahead to. A another odd slate of college football games. Nothing really like crazy jumped out at me. I do have a fair amount of plays. Um and just for the record, Kent State's up seven nothing and in the red zone. So if you saw Nick's tweet or follow the Big Easy Bets page, you would have saw that Nick took Kent State, was it plus two and a half? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On uh Wednesday night, which is obviously when we're recording right now, with some uh middle of the week action. Um. All right, what did we – did we decide on Oklahoma as the stream? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, we are going to stream Uh, the number eight ranked Oklahoma Sooners going on the road to take on the number 13 ranked Baylor Bears. We can – you want to start with that or you want to come back to that?
2: I guess we can go ahead and start with it.
0: Okay, you go first.
2: Um. All right, well, usually I like to wait to see what everybody else – says, well. I've already made up my mind for this one. Baylor has played well. They have a balanced offensive tack that puts up 226 passing yards per game and 231 rushing yards per game. But I'm going to be honest here. Number eight ranked Oklahoma. I think that they're a little bit underrated. Uh, They have the number five scoring offense in the nation. Their defense this year has been uh, better than years past, in my opinion. Their rushing defense ranks as the 17th best in the nation surrendering only 111 yards per game i think that this is just a different team with with caleb williams at quarterback i think oklahoma is being disrespected in the college football playoff rankings um and i honestly i i think that they're on a a slightly different level than baylor i'm gonna take oklahoma minus five and a half on the road
0: couldn't have said it better myself um bingo baby as we're sitting here we're watching michigan um over buffalo we me and justin are on michigan minus 12 and a half they're trying to fuck us in this game but they're making a comeback to get back to covering the spread oh yeah i couldn't have said it better those are my thoughts exactly baylor is good baylor's a well-coached football team by dave aranda but when caleb williams stepped in the tone of that locker room and just team as a whole clearly changed so spencer rattler keep your albino ass on the bench you're the bo nicks of the big 12 so stay where you're at let caleb williams go to work that just we've been talking about the guy's got that it factor he just does you can just tell when people come on the field and there's a spark he's got that and we know what they have in kennedy brooks so i'm on the sooners as well justin are you on this game
1: yeah um i'm also on oklahoma minus five and a half um
0: you sure you don't like Baylor? Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: And, okay. So if this game was yeah. played like week four, I would take Baylor because I really didn't like Oklahoma at first. I really thought they were overrated. But I like Caleb Williams. Um, Spencer Ryler reminds me a lot of like Bo Nix. Like anytime he fucks up, he's looking to blame somebody else versus himself. Like he's always looking to yell at his receivers and, Shit like that. So, yeah, that's why I said he's the I Bo, like
0: Bo Nix of the Big 12. Yeah. Um. All right. So, we're all on Oklahoma minus five and a half. So, I do have a Thursday game. Um, it's the only one. Yes. Correct. Um, I'm, North, one, I'm on it. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll go first. Kent State just scored. Um. So, yeah, North Carolina at number 25, Pitt. Uh, UNC just upset a top 10 ranked Wake Forest in a 58 55 shootout. Pitt, on the other hand, handled business against Duke, winning 54-29. to These are two high-powered offenses with two of the better quarterbacks in the country. The difference in this game will be Pitt's defense, in my opinion. North Carolina ran all over Wake Forest to the tune of 330 yards on 6.3 yards per carry. That's a Wake defense that gives up over 200 yards on the ground per game. Pitt is a much better defense, especially against the run, only allowing just north of 100 yards rushing per game. For North Carolina to win... It will all be on Sam Howell's shoulders. And I think he has been less than impressive this year. Whereas Kenny Pickett has, I feel like, kind of been on the opposite side. He's turning some heads a little bit. He's number one on Kuiper's big board uh for the over for the quarterback position. So I'm gonna go with Pitt minus six, but I'm also gonna take the under 75. I think uh I think they're gonna be able to stop the run. Going to be on Sam Howell. Narduzzi's going to scheme up a good defense. North Carolina's very wishy-washy. You don't know which North Carolina you're going to get. This is a letdown spot after a big win over Wake Forest. So give me Pitt. Give me the under 75. Tell me why you're on uh, North Carolina. I'm not on North Carolina.
2: <laughs> Look, Pitt's the number three ranked total offense in the nation, putting up five hundred and forty-three yards per game. They're the number one scoring offense, putting up five hundred, I mean forty. <laughs> Five points per game they're yep. not putting up 500 points per game um i hope they do this week north carolina is the 96 ranked total defense allowing 421 yards per game north carolina has a def- decent offense but like you said pitt's defense is going to be the difference here um they're 35 in yards 45 in points um i like pitt here minus six and a half
0: yeah and, yeah, like I said, I'm going to take the under 75 as well just because I think that they will um, they will stop the run. They're going to force North Carolina into some obvious passing situations, and Sam Howell might get into some trouble, might have some, uh, some turnovers. So I'm very, like, trying to stay focused on what I'm talking about, but I'm also watching this game with a minute and 26 left, uh, and, and Michigan's trying to fuck us again. Uh, Justin, are you on this game?
1: Um, Pitt in North Carolina. Yes. No, I'm not.
0: Okay. So that is my first one of the week. Um, other than what we just gave you for the stream. Um, all right. Give us your first one. Then Justin,
1: I am going with Houston going to temple, uh, at minus 24 and a half taking Houston. Okay. Temple has been outscored 180 to 27 in their past four games.
0: Yeah, no, they're bad.
1: And, um, yeah, I think Houston's just—they're trying to get a good bowl game. So I want to say they're.
0: Well, realistically, gonna keep... Houston should probably be ranked in the top twenty-five.
1: That's what. Know. Yeah, that's what I'm a little confused about as well.
0: They're not really giving uh, their conference any love. What is SMU at? Are they ranked still? They
1: shouldn't be. Houston beat them. Yeah, and I think SMU just lost. That's yeah, they're right, not that's ranked. That's right. That's
0: right. Yeah. yeah, they're
2: trying to keep everybody unranked so Cincinnati can't get any ranked wins and and getting a playoff.
0: Yeah. Just for reference, Michigan is up 12 with a minute and 13 left. We've got them at 12 and a a half on the point spread. Uh, So we're going to do a little play-by-play here real quick because I can't fucking focus. Uh, We're feeding Dickinson down low. Bingo. Can I get an and one, please? All right, we are up 14 points with a minute left. We got to play defense here. That's a fucking terrible foul call if I'm being completely honest um but all right as buffalo goes to the line um two shots two all right let's see i gotta get it updated
2: i say so you're taking houston minus 24 correct
0: yeah the only look we took
2: i took houston the past two weeks it's like houston's defense man i thought i gave them a break against um smu because of because of what SMU's been doing on offense for the past few years, the high-powered offense. But then last year, it just seems like they play with a lack of urgency a little bit Uh, for the past couple weeks. It's not what we were seeing early in the season from this Houston's defense. So I think that's the reason why they're not ranked right now.
0: Yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, they can can move the ball at will. Yeah. No, Clayton Toon's playing pretty damn well. And that's like – not what – I mean, I won't say that people weren't expecting that, but the talk of this season has been their defense. Uh, good. They called a foul. Okay. Um, all right, give me your thoughts on this one. Are you all on Michigan-Penn State? No, uh, no. but away. I was thinking about why you're on it. I am. Um, I'm also on the point total as well, but I'm a little iffy on it, so you could talk me off the ledge if need be. Uh, so number seven, Michigan going on the road uh, to take on Penn State. This opened up as Penn State minus one, so I was on Michigan plus one. Now this has changed to Michigan minus one and a half. Um, as I wrote down, I said I have that uh, this might be a square pick, uh, but I'm taking Michigan on the road. A three-loss Penn State team has no hope of making the playoff at this point, and James Franklin's rumored to be considering USC Aiden Hutchinson on the other side of the or on the defensive side of the football for Michigan is probably the best defensive end in the country. Get after Clifford early and often. Stop the run. Force him into some rough situations. Uh, Michigan can run the football really well, as we've seen. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm leaning Michigan with the points. Yeah, that's which way I was leaning, but I'm gonna end up staying away from it. I think I'm gonna take it, and then I was on the under 49, but I might hold off on that. I think I'm gonna stay away from it. Um, Oh, fuck. We need a miss. We need a miss. That's way short. Get a rebound. Of course, we can't get a motherfucking rebound. Oh, no. Way to pass out. Oh, good pass. And they called a foul. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? Damn it. All right, I'm on Michigan minus one and a half. I'm not touching the point total.
1: They opened up as underdogs?
0: Yeah, they opened up as plus one. Um, Of course, we can't get an offensive goddamn rebound. All right, Nick, give me your next one. UAB at
2: Marshall, Marshall's four-and-a-half-point favorites. This is a rematch of last year's Conference USA championship game. In that game, UAB rushed the ball 52 times for 216 yards. Looking at this year's matchup, both of these teams don't have the most reliable quarterback play, but I think UAB has the advantage running the ball and in total defense. I'm going to take UAB on the road plus four-and-a-half.
0: Okay. Um. Justin, give me your next one as Buffalo is at the free throw line with 16 seconds left. Need a miss. Get up. Get up. They're going to foul. Give it to somebody who can shoot the free throws. What are y'all doing? Foul him, you motherfuckers. No fucking way, bro. You're going to. Oh, you're going to fuck us like this? Oh, no. That's fucking unreal. Unreal. 12.5 Twelve and a half point spread, Michigan wins by twelve. Cause they can't get a fucking offensive rebound. <laughs> fuck. God damn it. That's so fucking aggravating. I don't miss that one bit. All right, go ahead. Give me an extra. <sighs> fuck me, dude. Oh, fuck. Um
1: I have Bama first half minus thirty two against New Mexico State.
0: okay
2: that's interesting almost new mexico state sucks bad very 32 in the first half that's a lot (laughs) um i don't know i don't see them laying down i don't see them put taking it off of here so the alabama minus what is it 51 and a half yeah that's enticing really
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to seem like a fool so i'm just gonna leave it alone yeah that's a shitload of points All right, God, that is so fucking annoying, I swear. Um, All right. Uh, Purdue at Ohio State. I'm hoping this is a letdown spot for Purdue. Uh, I'm going to take Ohio State with the points, 20. I'm also going to take the over 61.5. Purdue just upset Michigan State. Uh, Looks like a classic letdown spot, but... We shall see. Both offenses want to throw and have the weapons to do so. Ohio State should get Garrett Wilson back, so that's good news for their receiving core. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Buckeyes minus 20 and the over 61.5. Save your – Jolly, give out your locks. Save it for the last pick. Uh, go ahead and give me your next one, Nick. Um, Okay.
2: Texas A&M minus 2.5 at Ole Miss. I'm going to take the Rebels at home getting 2.5. Okay. Corral's still injured. He's not practicing. It's his ankle. Um, we just got... I mean, from what I've seen, is it limited him a little bit? Yeah, maybe so. But, I mean, when it, in the game, I don't think it's holding him back too much. Uh, Ole Miss, here in this game, I think A&M's defense is good, but I think... I mean, let's be honest. Last week against... Uh, they weren't going against the best guy at quarterback, you know? Yeah. I think that... Corral will be able to put a little bit more pressure on them, especially on third down. If if they can't get off the field, then this could be a tough spot for AM. I'm gonna take Ole Miss.
0: Okay. All right, give me your next one, Justin.
1: Um, my next one is Georgia Southern plus two against Texas State. Okay. Um, Georgia Southern's one of the top rushing teams in the country, and it just so happens that Texas State is one of the worst. Um defenses in the country.
0: Okay.
1: So, give me Georgia Southern plus 2.
0: All right. Um Air Force at Colorado State, Air Force is on the road after a heartbreaking fail comeback against Army, Colorado State struggles to stop the run as of late. They just gave up 385 rushing yards, 6.8 yards per carry to Wyoming. Uh two things that travel, run game and defense. Give me Air Force minus 3, give me the under 45 and a half. All, all, all I have is my lock left okay me too how many more do you have justin
1: oh I have one two three and then my lock so four
0: deja vu <laughs> <laughs> all right give us uh give us your next one
1: northwestern plus 24 and a half against Wisconsin
0: mm. Wisconsin's rolling as of they
1: life. are and that's what I'm I'm hoping for is that they catch them on a letdown spot.
0: Okay. Um all right, what's your next one then?
1: Um Wake Forest minus one and a half against NC State. Right. Um NC State is two and eight in their last ten games visiting Wake Forest. So um give me Wake Forest minus one and a half.
0: All right, and then what's your third one?
1: Oregon minus fourteen against Washington State.
0: You said Oregon? Yeah. Okay, you got any reason why?
1: Um, yeah, I think Oregon still has a little bit left in the tank. Um, they don't want to go out with just a kind of a bad season, so they're really they
0: third. Yeah, what do you mean? They're in the. <laughs> I'm college sorry. Yeah, playoff. I'm sorry.
1: I'm reading something else. But yes, I still have Oregon minus fourteen.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I think yeah that they that need to sway a- you away.
2: Yeah. yeah, this is an interesting. This is interesting. I mean. If Oregon wins out and Ohio State wins out, they're going to put both of them in? That's what it seems like as of now. It's like, you know. Yeah. Set them up for a rematch? uh, Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't agree with these rankings. Uh -uh.
0: Yeah, I mean, who would you have in the four? Obviously, Georgia and Bama are one and two, so who would you have three and four?
2: I would have Ohio State three and Oklahoma four.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. I, I Oregon hasn't – I mean, you lost not, to Stanford. And then Notre Dame's
2: ranked nine. It's like, what?
0: Yeah, I know. But, yeah, I mean, Oregon, you lost to Stanford. You damn near lost to UCLA. Uh, you very well may have if Dorian Thompson Robinson doesn't get hurt. Um. Yeah, I mean, Oklahoma hasn't looked good, but they haven't lost yet. No, and I mean – Playing Big 12 competition. They really they've had a
2: couple close games in the beginning with Rattler, but since Williams came in, I mean, well, they had Kansas that one was that, close, yeah, yeah. but that was a weird game where Kansas was able to convert on at a really efficient rate on third down, so yeah. they kind of took control of time of possession. But I mean, he hasn't played bad since since uh, becoming the starting quarterback.
0: No, he hasn't. No, yeah, he's he's good. He's damn good. Um all right, so all we have left are the locks? Yes. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, so speaking of Kansas, Kansas at Texas. Texas is 30-point favorites in this one at home. Texas is on a four-game losing streak after leading big against Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Their record and season could be much different if those games, if they hold on in the second half. Uh, they did not in those games, so that's why they're at where they're at. Kansas, on the other hand, is so bad – They give up 42 points a game and 250 rushing yards per game. This is eerily reminiscent of when Texas played Rice. Give me Texas with the points, minus 30. They're going to run them. They're going to blow the doors off of them. Uh, Bijan Robinson is going to have a record day, and they're more than just a run game. So Kansas is bad, bad all across the board. They're one of the worst teams in college football. Texas is not having the season that they were hoping and they had the potential to have a really good season, uh, but they faltered in the second half of a lot of games. So look for them to put their foot on the gas and keep it there. I'm taking Texas with the points minus 30 as my lock of the week.
2: What's okay. Your I do remember cause I watched the Iowa state game. B. John Robinson did leave that game with an injury mm. and I'm not, I'm trying to figure
0: out. I looked at the injury report and he was not on it. Um,
2: okay, so it says Texas announces that running back B. John Robinson X-ray was negative. He suffered a neck
0: strain. Interesting, because when I looked at it, he was not on it. But
2: uh, I mean, he might not be. I just remember him like. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. I mean, that's walking
2: into the tunnel, leaving the game. Even
0: if he's out, there so fucking bad at run at stopping the run that the the backup running back would still you No, know, the a backup's good. good. Yeah. I, I, he's
2: not the best running back in the nation, but he's yeah. still capable.
0: Yeah, even if Bijan's out. Like that's big. Don't get me wrong, it's not like that's nothing to worry about, but even if he's out, I'm still taking Texas. They're that good. Or not. They're not that good. Kansas is that bad. So, yeah, again, Longhorns minus 30. What is uh what's your lock of the week? Um I'm going
2: to go to Maryland at number 7 Michigan State. Michigan State is 13-point favorites. Michigan State dropped dropped one to Purdue last week, and I'm not so sure that they bounce back this week. Um, Michigan State's pass offense, last week it was 127th in the nation. Well, they've officially become the last-ranked pass defense in the nation at 130. Maryland has a 14th-ranked pass offense, averaging 316 passing yards per game. Um at the very least, I think that Maryland keeps this game close. I'm going to take Maryland plus 13 as my lock.
0: I was looking at this one for a good little while. Decided to stay away, but, uh, yeah, no, I, 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 that's the side I was leaning. So, yeah, I like that pick. Uh, Justin, what is your lock of the week?
1: My lock of the week is going to be UTEP minus one against North Texas. Um, UTEP's actually on a two-game losing streak, but I think they turn it around right here. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be kind of a close game at first, but I think UTEP's going to end up pulling it out. Um, Their defense is pretty good, so give me UTEP minus one.
0: Okay. Uh, All right, so to recap real quick, and then we'll move on to the NFL. Um, My whole fucking night is just ruined after that bullshit because Penn State is not representing very well. Uh, Michigan, I mean, dude. Jawan Howard, you need to make them run some motherfucking suicides or something because that was bad. Uh, to recap, I got our live stream game of the week. I'm going to take Oklahoma minus 5.5. I've got Pitt minus 6 and the under 75 in the Pitt-North Carolina game. I've got Michigan minus 1.5 on the road against Penn State. I have Ohio State minus 20 versus Purdue and the over 61 and a half. I've got Air Force minus 3 versus Colorado State and the under 45.5, and And then I've got Texas uh, at home versus Kansas as my lock of the week, Texas minus 30.
2: I have Kent State minus 2.5 against Central Michigan. That game's being played right now. I gave it out on Twitter earlier today. North Carolina at Pitt. I have Pitt minus 6.5. For our stream of the week, I'm taking Oklahoma Minus five and a half. I'm taking UAB plus four and a half. I'm taking Ole Miss plus two and a half. And for my lock, I'm going to roll with Maryland plus 13. Okay. Justin. I have
1: Houston minus 24 and a half. Alabama first half minus 32. Northwestern plus 24 and a half. Georgia Southern plus two. Wake Forest minus one and a half. Oregon minus 14. Oklahoma minus five and a half. And my lock of the week is UTEP minus one.
0: Okay. Uh, all right. That is our college picks, uh, for what week 11. Yeah. Um, we'll recap NFL real quick and then we'll give you our picks for week 10 in the NFL. So Thursday night I had the Colts minus 10 and a half. This was my lock of the week. Uh, they were blowing them out of the water and then took their foot off the gas and damn near gave up the backdoor cover. Luckily there was a tip ball interception to, uh, Make sure that that did not happen. But the Colts are good. The Colts are a good football team. I've been saying it all year. So they were 0-3. I was saying they were the best 0-3 team in the NFL. So Colts minus 10.5. I think they win by 15, I believe. Yeah, they won by 15. So that was my lock of the week. Like I said, Giants plus three at home. They keep making the Giants uh, home underdogs, and we keep cashing in on it. So as long as they keep doing that, we're going to keep making money off of it. And then Chargers minus one and a half. Uh, I added this late after they were talking about it. Uh they went on the road against Philly. So that was a three and oh uh weekend in the NFL for me, and I hit the lock of the week. You had four plays.
2: Jets at Colts over forty five and a half. This was my lock of the week. There was seventy five points scored in this one. Yep. Um Giants plus three and a half. The Giants, yeah. The Giants beat the Raiders outright. Chargers minus one and a half. Um this game basically went how I expected it to other than I thought that the Chargers defense would put up a little bit better of a fight. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I took the under 50 and a half and there was 51 total points scored in this one.
0: Yep. That's brutal. So three and one. Yeah, just uh, Jalen Hurts made some pretty good plays with his legs. In yeah. This one. And um, then
2: the throws too to Devonta Smith. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what surprised me. I, I knew the Eagles were going to be able to run it a little bit on him. But it was it was the throws, uh, the very, the few throws that he did make that was it was like, oh man, and that resulted in probably the half
0: a point being the difference maker. Yeah. Uh Justin, you had four plays.
1: Yeah. Uh for first one I had Chargers minus one and a half. Um, they ended up covering. Then I had the Cardinals. Uh they were pretty banged up, but I said that. Um, minus Minus one, and they
2: covered. So Saint, you, like, you like Colt McCoy? Is, I, I didn't. I, have, you, you I have faith, faith him. in him. <laughs> I yeah, have faith you, in him. Did you
0: know that Kyler Murray was out? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I mean, I saw he was questionable the whole week, and he wasn't practicing. So, I mean, I figured he was going to be not playing. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Saints and Falcons under 42. It looked okay, and kind of at the last minute, they ended up covering... Uh, then the Jets and Colts over 45-and-a-half. want to say that one hit in the third quarter.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, there, yeah, there yeah, was 38 at uh, halftime. Yeah. Um. All right, so, yeah, I went 3-and-0 and hit my lock, so I was 34-25, or I am now 34-25-and-1 in the NFL. That brings me to 6-and-3 on my locks of the week. Nick went 3-and-1, uh, and he also hit his lock. He is now 25-31-and-1. And then he is three, five, and one in his locks of the week. That's a wacky, uh, a wacky um, stat line. And then Justin went three and one, and you did not hit your lock of the week. So that brings you to twenty four and eleven, and six, two, and one in your locks of the week. When did you push on your lock in the NFL? Mm.
1: I don't know. That might should be a three, six and three.
0: Oh, you try to slide in there, a push, like there was 42 points scored in the NFL, in the Saints game, huh? No. So it's looking like, Justin, maybe six and three. We'll have to fact check it. Because um, that would give you – oh, no, that would still give you nine. Yeah, so I don't know. Six, two, and one, maybe six and three. I don't know. Uh, But regardless, we're doing pretty well in the NFL. Knicks turning it around after a rough start. Um. So all right, Thursday night, Ravens at Dolphins. Ravens are seven and a half point favorites. The total currently sits at forty six and a half. Which side are you leaning? I'm going with the Ravens. I don't see how you can't. You gotta be a drunk to go with the Dolphins. Is
1: yeah. Tua playing this week?
0: Uh, I think so. Potentially, yeah. But um, whether he is or he isn't, I couldn't give two shits. Yeah, look,
2: just look at last week's game. There's a shit show. Texans Dolphins total shit show. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many turnovers there were was in this game, but it must have been probably six total turnovers. So, you're going against the Ravens. They're coming off of a bye. Um and I I think that it was a needed bye because you know, coming they lost to Cincinnati and you know, uh not a competitive game yeah, as, in terms out. of the score. So, I don't and then last week so, they they played last week. They came off the bye, and they looked good last week. I think they continue. Um, I'm going to go with the Ravens. I just don't. The Dolphins' defense played well last week against Houston, but this is a different animal. Um, yeah. I don't know if they'll be able to stop the Ravens very much.
0: Yeah, imagine being a Dolphins fan. So, you draft, you get Tua, and then Tua's still coming back from the hip injury, and you're pulling them in and out of the lineup, but you still make the playoffs because your defense is playing damn good. Um, and so you've got this whole back and forth with Fitzpatrick and then Tua, who's in, who's out. But like I said, you still make the playoffs. Then you you know how much like hype they probably felt like they had this year or how much potential they had to make some noise this year?
2: Yeah, I mean, we were on. I think both of us were on the over nine and a half wins or something yeah. like that.
0: Like. Yeah, I don't remember all that. I probably was, but it's like talk about not living up to expectations. Yeah, a lot of
2: people I I know I I'm pretty sure you were too. It's I like very well may we have thought been, yeah. we we thought they were going to build off of last year um where it was like the defense carried them through that season and then they, they they've sucked all around this year though. Yeah. Offense and defense.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. So yeah, no, I'm on the Ravens as well. Lamar I mean, Lamar is that offense. Um, but yeah, I don't know how much that they're going to be able to stop him. So I'm also taking the over forty six and a half. So, uh, if Tua does come back, they can maybe get a little something going on offense, but not enough to, uh, not enough to hang in here with the Ravens. So I think it'll be a track meet for them. Uh, so which side are you on Justin?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I could see the Ravens hitting the over alone, honestly, but I'm also on the Ravens minus seven and a half. Oh, no, I'm yep. actually taking the Ravens first half minus four. Okay. Um, I'm seeing some spots you can find it at three and a half, but most books have it at four. So, okay. but if you can find it at three and a half, take it.
0: <laughs> All right. So you got first half at four, me and Nick are on minus seven and a half for the full game. And then I'm also on the over 46 and a half. Um, I don't know what our Thursday records are but I know mine's not bad.
2: I'm 6 and 6 now.
0: Are you? That's good.
2: After being deep down in the ditch. Do you know what I am? <laughs> um no but both of y'all are pretty good.
0: Yeah, I want to say like I've lost twice maybe.
2: Yeah, you might be Okay, how many games have we done?
0: Well, you have 12 plays, but you no. added Yeah. I know
2: yeah,
1: I know one of y'all two has
0: one more play than
2: You might be 7 and 3 and Justin might be i don't know i think i've only lost twice we can pull
0: it off it's something it. like that oh wait yeah i put it on uh the instagram with the updated yeah i might have updated it actually but i'm not entirely sure so yeah going into so i'm 8 and 3 i believe yeah i'm 8 and 3 Justin's um 7 and 2 and you said you're six and six. Yeah. You had only, oh yeah, you were just on the total. You weren't on the mm-hmm. Colts. Yeah. So that's right. So yeah, our updated Thursday standings, Justin is at seven and two. I'm at eight and three. Nick's at six and six. Uh, so we're all solid on Thursday night. Um. So, all right. On Sunday, who wants to go first?
1: I'll go first. Okay. Um, I'm going with the Bills minus twelve and a half against the pay. Patri- I mean the
0: Jets. Okay. Mike White's back.
1: I know, but I'm not scared of him.
0: Hmm. Um, had like 95 passing yards in like a drive and a half, damn near, uh, until he hurt his arm. But yeah, no, I mean, I don't know that the Jets want Mike White to do well. Could be conspiracy. Yeah, <laughs> but.
1: Yeah, I get what you're saying. If he
0: comes in and lights it up, what do you do with Zach Wilson? Like, really? Because he looked good. Mike White looked fucking really good.
2: Well, they they are going to have to win games. Well, yeah. So, you know what I mean? But it's like honestly, if Mike White lights it up, but they keep, if they lose it, that doesn't mean much in my eyes.
0: I mean, I don't know, because they played three quarterbacks this year, and Zach Wilson looks like possibly the worst one. Yeah. Like it's not a good look when this other dude, who was also, well, he's not a rookie, but it's like his first time starting, comes in and it's like, wait a second, why do you look better than our number two overall pick? You know. Yeah,
2: I mean, look, Zach Wilson was getting better, then he got injured.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not saying. So you look at the like him
2: and Lawrence started off roughly the same.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, all of the all of the rookie so quarterbacks not, were off to yeah. a shitty start. But it's still, it's still. I feel like it bodes a, uh, like a, huh, like you have a, uh, a conundrum. If he comes in and he starts lighting it up, yeah. What's well, I mean, there was nothing that showed in the Thursday game that he was going to slow down until he got hurt.
2: Yeah, they have to stick with Wilson now.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, if I mean, what do you?
2: You can't trade him.
0: That's what I'm saying you, they don't. Because you them. trade they him and then Mike he goes White.
2: and if he ever wins a Super Bowl. Oh
0: well, yeah. Then you're an idiot. That GM will never have a job right. ever again. Um but that's what I'm saying. They don't even want to have to be put in that position. So they don't want Mike White to do well. Yeah, exactly. They want Mike White to fail. Uh but I'm still I'm not taking the Bills or the Jets. Um because I could be completely wrong. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um I am going to take could be crazy. Uh I'm gonna take the Seahawks plus three on the road in Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers is trying to come back from COVID, Russell Wilson's trying to come back from a fucked up finger. Uh there's gonna be a lot of stuff surrounding Aaron Rodgers whenever he does come back after the whole uh immunization gate. So I don't love this pick, I'm not gonna lie. I was struggling to find NFL picks this week. But
2: Yeah, I don't have a whole lot.
0: I have the two on Thursday and then I have three. Um but I don't I don't fucking know. Yeah, give me the Seahawks plus three. Um how likely
1: is it that Wilson would come back?
0: I'm pretty sure he's back. I'm he's cleared to play. Yeah. Yeah. So it's
2: I'm pretty sure that means he'll play.
0: Yeah, I mean if he doesn't play why The doctor it, that performed the,
2: the surgery cleared him to play. So
0: yeah, if he doesn't well, I mean Ryan Estrada's thinking he's playing cuz he traded Dak. So in our fantasy league Yeah, there's a lot of clowns out there. They just do like five person (laughs) trades.
2: Here's half of my team for half of your team. Yeah, (laughs) at like like, two in the morning
0: too. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't really understand. Like that's what I'm saying. They just enjoy trading. I don't even think that they like or care about fantasy. They just like trading. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a little. It's out there for sure. Um, it's like yeah they don't care if they win the league they just want to win
2: the trade
0: yeah they just have fun trading it's like it's like your team that you drafted is nowhere near what you have right now Yeah, which I understand mine's not either and I'm starting to worry that I fucked myself like with the trades I am because um, Debo did very well well he didn't do great but he did the week before and then Joe Mixon had a great day AJ Brown didn't do much though getting Tyreek was big DeAndre Hopkins, though. Fuck. Yeah,
2: and then, like.
0: He's up for grabs if y'all want him. Hopkins and Kittle, package.
2: I think Hill will end up straightening out. But, you know, it's like people figure that they're not giving up those deep plays anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like they're selling out not to. And the the Chiefs have to learn to take the underneath stuff. It's there. And they went to Hill a lot. um, Oh, yeah. Two weeks ago on Monday night. Yeah, against
0: was, the Giants? Yeah, I was playing Tyler, and they went to him like every – I needed like yeah. 20-something out of Tyreek Kill. He had like 13 in like the first quarter. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I should be good. Um, But, yeah, so I'll take the Seahawks plus three if Russell Wilson's back. Uh, they've got weapons on the outside. Uh, and there's just – the whole world's going to be hoping that the Packers lose. Roger Goodell's going to be hoping that the Packers lose. So that's what I always say. You say that the NFL's rigged. You got to find out which side it's rigged for. That's and what. I'm
2: seeing here, there could be some snow, maybe. Fuck. Forty-one degrees. I don't know. I see a snowflake on the on the weather.
0: So I don't love that. I'm gonna be honest because the Packers are built for that, and yeah, they have AJ too. Dillon. Um. Put an asterisk by that one. I might come back to that. Go ahead and give me your first one on Sunday.
2: Um, I'll go ahead and I'm gonna take uh, Saints at Titans. I'm gonna take the Saints getting really? getting three. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, I like the D. I know Kamara's. I don't think he's gonna play. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think he is either. But um, he wasn't at practice today. The defense is why I'm taking taking the Titans. Titans without Derrick Henry, um. I know they did well without him, but I think that our defense is going to step up.
0: I think, yeah, I after think it has to, especially if Kamara's out. Our defense has shown in years past that whenever we're without a superstar player, mainly Drew Brees, they step up and have their best games of the season. So Seattle, when Deontay Harris had that uh, punt return for a touchdown, that was when we had, back when we had Teddy. Um, who else? The— Cowboys game, which Drew may have been there. For. No, that was also Teddy when we blanked Amari Cooper. Lattimore had one of his best games of his career. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, it's just tough. It's tough. They're not going to be able to run the ball on us. E- even if they had Derrick Henry, I still think we – I would like to see that matchup because I still think that we – we can stop anybody from running the football. But they do have guys on the outside, A.J. Brown and Julio, which obviously – Lattimore is very familiar with Julio um, and AJ Brown hasn't exactly been lighting it up this year, but I'm, I'm going to stay away from it just cause God bless. I don't know what we're going to do on offense. I really don't. It's going to be, it's going to be uh brutal. We got to catch it. Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying, Simeon did not play bad, but when Kamara's out now, it's like, like he adds uh, such a, Another like dimension to the offense, oh, that the yeah. defense has to account for. When you take him away, I mean, a lot of the pressure is taken off of the defensive side of the football. So, but yeah, no, I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, we have our defense is better than their defense, so we're I, for us to win this game, we're going to need a big time turnover in their red zone or we're going to need a defensive score or a punt return for a touchdown. Somebody's got to make a splash play and uh manufacture us some points without it needing to come on the offensive side of the football. So, but we shall see what happens there. Um
2: Yeah, the weather for that Green, Green Bay, Seattle, Green Bay. Uh there's a low of 25 and a and a high of 41 on Sunday. Yeah. Um there's a slight chance of Flurries,
0: so it's like how is Russell Wilson's finger gonna yeah. respond? Um, and then winds and is, at ten to fifteen miles an hour. And is Aaron Rodgers even gonna be back? So yeah, give me the Seahawks because Saturday's the first day he could come back, and that's like if he's not showing symptoms and if they have Jordan Love again. I mean, good fucking luck. So yeah. He he didn't look good at all. Um, but, yeah, so I'll take the Seahawks. Justin, what is uh, your next pick in the NFL?
1: Um, I'm actually on the Seahawks as well at plus three. Okay. Um, but I have another one. It's the Chiefs minus two and a half against the Raiders at the Raiders. Okay. Um, I know the Chiefs are doing pretty poorly right now, but um, I think this is a game where – they can really kind of explode and get back to how they used to play. Especially with the Raiders not doing good at all either.
0: Define not doing good at all.
1: Mm, I mean, more of like internal stuff than like...
0: I mean, yeah, the receiver killed a woman, but...
1: Yeah, and their coach and... I don't know.
0: Derek Carr's playing pretty damn good.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, except for Derek Carr.
0: But... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. That's tough. You keep thinking the, the Chiefs were like. Yeah, you o- keep
2: thinking they'll bounce back. The Chiefs were like
0: Oklahoma earlier in the year, so um, yeah, it's like fucking Patrick Mahomes has ten interceptions. I think he's got like fifteen turnovers, um, which is kind of crazy. It's a, been a drastic fall off from what he was doing. But yeah, no, I mean, it, at any point in time, they could. They're, they're, it seems like they're playing a little bit better defense as of late. But at any point in time, they can uh, – so, I mean, everybody's doing it. Everybody's collectively waiting for them to get back to what they were, drop 40 points. Uh, if they put up 40, then, yeah, they should cover this easily. But can they do it is the question. So we'll find out Sunday night. But So, yeah, you were on Kansas City minus 2.5. Uh, I'm going to take the Broncos minus 2.5 at home uh, against the Eagles Broncos riding high off of that demolition of the Dallas Cowboys Eagles, uh, in a tough, a tough game against, uh, the chargers at home. So now they're going out West. It's always tough to go from East to West, uh, high altitude might give Jalen hurts some trouble and we're going to roll with the Broncos. So, um, like I said, they just, just embarrassed Dallas. Um, they're they're running through the n f c east right now and they're going for the uh the trifecta so they they ran through washington they ran through dallas now it's the eagles um and yeah, i mean, I don't really have much more than that, but give me the Broncos at home at mile high minus two and a half what is uh your next one
2: um it's i just have my lock left.
0: Didn't even specify my lock. Um,
2: Neither okay.
1: did
0: I. Okay, I have. Um, all right. Well, before you do that, then, um, what have you heard about Stafford's ankle? Anything? He suffered a, a low ankle sprain.
2: No, I haven't heard any anything f-
0: about it. They're saying that, uh, like if it was a skill position player, it would probably keep him out a couple weeks, but that, um. Since it he's quarterback, they can tape it up and he should be able to go. I'm kind of leaning Niners. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. At home, getting four. I feel like if Stafford, if it does come out, like that that line will probably drop a little bit. Um but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what are your thoughts on it? Obviously, you're not on it, unless it's your lock. Are the Rams your lock? No. Okay.
2: <laughs> um, it was one I was looking at.
0: It's like, I don't know, man. The
2: Niners, I guess they've played better. They've quietly played well the past couple weeks. Um, it's like they have and they haven't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I had them. They were down to the Bears, and they came back. Yeah. It's like I don't
0: know. Is Von? When's Von Miller gonna start playing for them? Probably this week, if I had to guess. Um, he's questionable to play, but I
2: don't know. Yeah, I don't know. that Stafford thinks you
0: Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. I do like. I don't like the NFL at all this week. Like I'm trying to find. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find games, but. I don't know. I'm going to stay away from that altogether. I might add it once mon- Monday rolls around. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to just stick with what I got. So um, I don't like any of these to make it my fucking lock either. So you go first with your lock. Um,
2: Vikings at Chargers. I'm going with it on the total here. I'm going over 53. Uh, the Vikings defense to me is not very good. And we've seen uh, the Chargers be able to get a run on. I think that the Vikings probably have success running the ball with Dalvin Cook and that the Chargers are able to score with these as well. So I'm going to go over 53.
0: Okay. Justin, what is your lock?
1: My lock is the Bills minus 12.5 against the
0: Jets. Okay. My lock is going to be the Ravens-Dolphins over 46.5. Um. I'm going to be honest, I don't really like any of these picks all that much this week. I didn't feel uh, spectacular about it. But if there's anything we can pick this year, it is the NFL. So to recap, uh, Thursday night I got the Ravens minus seven and a half, and then I've got the Ravens-Dolphins over 46 and a half. Like I just said, that is my lock of the week. I've also got the Seahawks plus three, and then I've got the Broncos minus two and a half at home.
2: I have – The Ravens minus seven and a half. I have the Saints plus three. And for my lock, I'm going with Vikings Chargers over 53. Okay. I have for Thursday
1: night, the Ravens first half minus four. Then I have Seahawks plus three. Chiefs minus two and a half. And my lock of the week is the Bills minus 12 and a half.
0: Okay, there you go. That is our NFL picks for the week. If we did not touch on any game that you were looking forward to hearing about, feel free to message us uh, on twitter at big easy bets or you can go follow the instagram page as well and you can message us there uh we'll give you our honest opinion whether we're on the game or not i'll let you know what we were thinking um but yeah episode 93 in the books y'all have anything else to say before we go adios all right y'all have a good one who dat